We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. From the Clark Ford Studio in Oxford, Mississippi, MBW Digital proudly presents the Oxford Exxon Podcast. I'd say thanks for tuning in. But why am I going to give you a round of applause for something you're supposed to do, to be frank? And now, here are your hosts, Chase Parm. And broadcast school has really paid off. And Neil McCready. I deserve to be on TV. Welcome in, Wednesday edition, Oxford Exxon podcast. Chase Parm, Neil McCready, Clark Ford Studio here with you today. We'll talk some Twitter beef between A.J. Brown and Juju Smith-Schuster. Ole Miss and Florida tonight from Gainesville. Big line, big money line on this. We'll go over that for a minute as well. And then uh, Ole Miss has a new running backs coach. Took about a day. It's an old running backs coach, Kevin Smith, returning to Oxford after uh, a a year with Mario Cristobal at Miami. So that and more coming up on the show. A show brought to you every single day by the Oxford Exxon Highway 6 West in Oxford. You know about the, uh, the lunch specials, all the different options here locally on Highway 6 West. I'll tell you about one, uh, a different part of the uh, the state in Clinton, their uh, Blue Sky location there. They're doing homemade donuts now. Head in, check them out this morning. Get some great homemade donuts. Saw a video of them yesterday. They look fantastic. You can get those easily there at the uh, the Blue Sky there in Clinton. And again, here locally, lunch specials, ribs, hot case, a lot of different options for you with the Oxford Exxon. Coming to you from the Clark Ford studio. We are Clark Fords in Amory, Mississippi. 662-257-1900 is the number. Call it. Ask for uh, Corey Clark. Tell Corey what Ford product you're looking for. He'll send you a quote within 15 minutes in business hours. It's right to the bottom line. There's no hassle. There's no haggle. You get your quote. The rest uh, is completely up to you. You can shop that quote around. You can do what I've done, what I recommend that you do, and that's hop into a Clark Ford today. 662-257-1900. Guest join on the MyPerfectFranchise.net hotline. If you're a displaced corporate executive, you're wanting to put your career in your own hands, or if you're an experienced entrepreneur who's looking to diversify, Andy Ludicky can help. Uh, he owns multiple franchises and businesses. He uses his expertise to help others find their American dream through a very thorough and free consultation process. So you can do what a lot of you guys have done, and that's call Andy, put your life and your career in your own hands, which is 100% free, so you've got nothing to lose. Find your perfect franchise at myperfectfranchise.net. Contact Andy at andy at myperfectfranchise.net or I'll call 404-973-9901. Donuts, one of those things you have to avoid or you're pretty good there? Uh, yeah, I don't, that's, that's not a temptation for me. I don't. I can't remember the last time I had a donut. I, bet I, don't, it, I don't know I bet if I would been... ever seek them out if they're in front of me. 
I have to make myself not grab multiples. But like, I'm never yeah, gonna. Hey, I really want a donut yeah. this morning. That's not necessarily no. Not since like the kids were really little. And I won't like the regular glaze. I don't like the cake donuts. I know some people are very, very hardcore about the the cake versus the more tradition. How I refer to them as traditional, even though I don't know that they're necessarily traditional. So. I'm just not a breakfast person at all. I've, I've had breakfast one day in the last. Hey, the Krispy Kreme light goes on at, at night too. Yeah, I mean, get that get get those hot and ready's even at seven eight o'clock at that night. That just has now. never You're, been my. That's I've got a lot of temptations, but that's not one for whatever reason. Just that's never been my thing. I mean, I I like donuts, but I don't ever. I can walk past boxes of donuts and not touch them. What if they're covered in peanut butter? No, it's still be okay. good. Right. Just the peanut butter. It's like at the SEC basketball tournament, they'll have trays of cookies out, and I'll watch sports writers go back and forth, back and forth, back and forth, and every time they go back, they come back with like four more cookies. I'm always kind of amazed by that. I'm if I ate like that, I would be 400 pounds. Some of them are, but I I would I would be huge. That's not my temptation. A cookie is going to give more of a whatever to me than a donut. There's no doubt. I mean, I have to really be careful with a, like an old, even an Ole Miss game. They got those things of cookies out on the in the, in the mm-hmm. concourse out there, and yeah, if you're just going to the bathroom and whatever, and go, hey, hold 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 up a little right there. Let's not let's yeah. not go crazy. I show up for basketball games and just walk right past it. They always have these trays of cakes and pies and cookies. Oh, really? Yeah. Like the other day, they had some big cheesecake kind of thing out. Like all the slices were already put on individual plates and stuff. That didn't, I but didn't like a variety of toppings and yeah, yeah. Didn't even, I didn't even one of those things, you know, the big cheesecakes you can buy where they're all variety slices or yeah, whatever. I yeah. mean, it, it looked good. I just didn't have any interest in it. That's not my thing. I can, that's not my, I don't know that it's not my temptation. Georgia rebel saying donuts aren't his issue, but Oreos get me. I'm it's, it's one of the things where people look at me and talk their head sideways. Oreos do nothing for me. I, I I just have no real interest in it. It's it's considering it is chocolate and I have a chocolate issue. It is one of my least favorite cookies. Like I have like I, a stack of Oreos can be sitting there and I will never yeah. touch it. And that's with milk or without. I know some people were religious about it. Hey, it has to have them. Because to me, here's the deal: if you have to put it in milk, it's a bad cookie. If the only way you eat an Oreo is with milk, right? Well, suddenly that's not as good of a cookie as when it was a dry cookie, a chocolate chip, or something where you go, "Hey, I just want that cookie." Just saying. Yeah, no, I agree with that. I, I mean, when you need a catalyst to make the cookie edible, I got questions. I do. Yeah, I. I can't remember the last time we even had stuff like that in the house. Laura makes these cookies. She did. I talked about it the other day. She makes these cookies sometimes. And they're really, really good. I, I usually never eat them. And I don't eat them because I know what's going to happen in my mind over the next 24 hours if I do eat them. So I typically don't. I did on Friday, and sure enough, I got up on Saturday and went and punished myself. And so it's just it, – that's You didn't know they were like only like 200 calories, right? I mean, I mean, you, you literally I, could have run a mile and I been done. three of them. Okay, you can run two and a half miles. Well, I did. But, I, I, ran, I ran 10 and a half. Well, that was – but so it so that it, did not. It, but in my okay. mind, that made it even. So later that Saturday, when we I should passed, study you. Later that Saturday, when I passed by the the tray of um, the the tray of cheesecake, I was like, I, that, "There's no, there was zero temptation at that point." Oh, I've never had a frozen Hershey with almonds. A Hershey with almonds is a really good candy bar. I'm I'm a chocolate almonds is probably my favorite candy. So that's I never had a frozen yep. one. That's nope, never frozen one. That's interesting. Shows you what we have to talk about today. 
Um, well, it's what happens. I mean, let's be real. It's, it's what, Wednesday it, without a basketball team. To, it's what happens to. when you cover a basketball team that's been done since December the 17th or whatever that was. It's reality. It's what happens. So we cover a basketball yeah, yeah, team sure. that hasn't played a meaningful game since whatever the game was UCF. Yeah, the, since they lost to UCF at home. I was going to give them North Alabama, but well, I mean, yeah, I, I guess good point. But once they lost, it was my point was right. that was it. So right. yeah, they came out of a game with a pulse. Was UCF, True. even though they lost it, right? Or, or no, was UCF before or after? They did win a home game in that little stretch right there. Um, did they play somebody else between those two? I can't remember. Okay. North Alabama was the final game before the Christmas break. And then they came back and played Tennessee. What is a Gideon's cookie? I have no idea. Yeah, we're talking about Gideon's cookies in the stream. I have no idea. Okay. Um, the one bit of news, almost football, Kevin Smith returning to uh, to Oxford to be running backs coach after a year in, uh, in Miami. Again, Blackwell headed to uh, Texas A&M. Um, it's, it's what I said yesterday. I mean, a couple things. Lane consistently hires people who he's worked with in the past. Um, that's the one consistent with, uh, I'm, I'm with just, Lane I'm Kiffin. sitting back and watching this. I'm, I'm, I'm waiting. Yeah, I'm curious. <laughs> um. No, I mean it's true. I mean it's it's because I know what you really think. So I'm 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 I'm, <laughs> I'm waiting to see what comes out publicly. Um, this is this is well, like, this is this is a fun exercise for me right now. Lane op no, no, it's true. I mean, I, I can do it in a way that's even not like over like whatever is Lane operates in a very specific way with his program, mm-hmm. and there are a lot of coaches who do not want to operate that way. So his pool is smaller than a lot of head coaches when hiring assistant coaches. That's very true. That is very true. Mm-hmm. Kevin Smith knows the score, been with him, completely understanding of all those processes. I think there's two things here. I think one is this, is that there's no doubt that Lane can't just go out and get anybody he wants because of the way the program operates in different ways. Yep. Some people, I mean, Pete Golding wanted that versus Saban in a way. Yeah. yeah. It, complicated, but you know what I mean. Yeah, yeah, it's part of it, sure. Yeah, it was getting worked in his mind to death and wanted, hey, let's have a little more of a lax situation, blah, 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 blah. Yeah, I think there are three prongs to, to uh, Golding's decision, and that yeah. is absolutely one of them. Uh-huh. Yeah. Um, sure. And that changes the dynamic a little bit on what Lane is doing. You look at all of his hires, Garrison, he'd been with with FAU, knew him for a while, all those kind of things. Kevin Smith coming back. And then also, where I do think is more relevant in a positive way is that he knows Quinshawn Judkins. He recruited Quinshawn Judkins like to an extent. Like, that's it's, that's it's, one of the things I read into it. I read into it of of a reminder to to anybody who just that is as important as anything is. How do you know the roster and the guys coming in because they will leave on you in a minute's notice? Absolutely. It's it's why someone. I'll give them credit. I'll give them credit. Red Cup Rebellion did a depth chart. It was good. They did a good job with it. Did you copy and paste it straight so we could just mark that one off the list? I didn't. I probably should have. I can go back and find it if I need to. But here's the problem with it. This isn't, And this isn't a criticism of anybody at Red Cup Rebellion. I don't know anybody at Red Cup Rebellion, but it's not a criticism of, of them either. You can't put anybody on that and go, okay, that's for sure, with the exception of the people that just recently transferred in. Yeah, I feel good about them. That's it. I mean, it's it was yesterday was a reminder that the tampering portal is alive and well, and Quinshawn Judkins could still in May absolutely get in the portal in May and leave and play somewhere else next year. 
all the all the stuff with the Grove Collective means is that in the event that he's still here, those are the terms of his deal here. It is a positive. It is not a definite. Exactly. When they re-up, you go, oh, that's good. That's better than not re-upping. And so the but, fact that, you know, hey, I better go out and get somebody that he knows is probably a sign that the tampering portal is alive and well, combined with Lane mentioning Quinshawn Judkins 406 times. <laughs> he on, called him his biggest recruit of the year. On signing day, on a day when Quinshawn Judkins didn't sign. He talked about Quinshawn Judkins. It tells you a whole lot about what the tampering portal is like. That's what I read into it. I read those, what you just said, and then that into it. That he probably didn't feel like either, A, he maybe he could go out, maybe he couldn't. People work for Lane, and, and, and some of them come, go away from it going, that's just not my style. I can't function that way. Um, And then others, the other part was just that. I better bring somebody in here who's got a relationship with this kid, and Look, Kevin Smith played a huge role in landing Quinshawn at Ole Miss the first time. And when Kevin left to go to Miami, it's my understanding that he advised Quinshawn to sign with Ole Miss, yes. to stick with Ole Miss. Um, that had he pushed hard to get him to go to Miami, he it could at least complicated things. He would have at least made things complicated, and maybe gotten him to go to Miami. So. That's significant. I don't know, Miss what he got in him back right now, anyway. So there you go. Maybe so. I mean, it, it's just it's Henry's kind of looking around like the Will Smith Jeff right now, right? Anywhere is just nobody in the room. I mean, a little bit. That's hey, one of those. Well, Mario Cristobal's deal at Miami. It's a the show. Shine is off the rose. A it's little a bit. show we probably could do at some point. Yeah, and we will do at some point. I saw the other day. ESPN, they had it behind their premium wall, and I subscribed to ESPN Plus because I think they do some good work. Um, they had a list of like all the coaches who could or could be on the hot seat going in the next year, and I can't remember if Cristobal was on it, but more and more I'm starting to wonder. Look, if it doesn't work, it just doesn't work. The whole let's just give it more time. I don't know anymore today. That's the way it works. Because the when they hired him two years ago, there was this, oh yeah, he's going to come in here. We're going to give him all the tools. We're going to give him everything he needs. We're going to give him all this nil money, and he's just going to turn Miami back into a superpower. And so far, that hasn't happened at all. You would sell right now. Yeah. Yeah. Completely. Yeah. Almost assuredly, right. Yeah, no, I'd, without even hesitation, I'd sell. On, on Cristobal at Miami, yeah, sure, I'd sell. There's no, there's no sign of it going anywhere. What happened in your mind? I don't know why we're not on this road, and almost people don't care, but I'm just kind of curious. What happened in your mind for all that NIL hubbub and, hey, they've got this crypto market and this is this new age thing and look at this cat who was giving money to FAU and FIU and, hey, mm -hmm. this is first rate and then it just went, I don't know. What happened? I don't know. Why I mean, did that not work? I'm the guy that's the idiot who will tell you that still to this day, even though I do a financial show once a week with Martin Palomo, who explains it to me over and over and over, I don't understand crypto. Yeah, I don't either. I don't get it. And when I say I don't get it, I mean, I've really tried to understand it. And I just don't. And I've had people tell me that's a good thing that I don't. And I've had people tell me that I'm an idiot because I don't. And I'm willing to listen to either argument because I don't understand it. 
the only thing I can come up with is that they don't have as much money as they thought they had. That's it. That's all I got. Because otherwise, you would at least be able to accumulate talent. You'd be able to get them in, at least. You would think. You know, the whole, well, the kids want to go play. Kids want to go to Miami and hang out on South Beach. and stuff. Mm-hmm. I just don't know that kids think like that. I, the, We've been to Coral Gables. You're not in South Beach. Yeah, and, and I just don't, I don't know that kids think like that. I really don't. I just, I don't, in fact, I don't think they do. I don't think they go, oh, yeah, I'm going to go party at South Beach every night. I, I think they know better. Even with the kids coming in as freshmen, get me to the league. Yeah, of course. The get top, me to the league. The top kids. That's it's it. A, it's the kids that we're talking about from an NIL yeah, standpoint. It's, it's give what, me to the league. It's why they go to Alabama. They're not going to Alabama because Tuscaloosa is a, a, a haven. And nothing against Tuscaloosa. It's fine, whatever. But they go to Alabama because Alabama's got a track record of sending kids to the league. Yeah, it's inarguably one of the worst SEC towns. Yeah. And yet that doesn't matter. They've got a. They have a an established decade and a half now track record of sending multiple kids to the league, and they make a ton of money, and they're able to put that in front of guys now, and it sells itself. It does. You can hate Alabama, love Alabama, whatever you feel like. That's the truth. And Georgia's well on its way to doing that now too. They're producing multiple NFL guys every single year, and it, the program is getting to a place where it recruits itself. Period. LSU's that way was that way for a long time you that's how you build you tell elite kids that you come here for three slash four years buy into the process and we'll put you in the league not as a sixth round pick first round pick second round pick you'll make a bunch of money and when you get to the league when you get to your first training camp you'll be prepared you'll excel you'll get on the field and your second nfl contract will be lifetime changing money alabama's been able to do that built by bama it worked. Yeah. I mean, love them, hate them. I don't care. We do whatever you want to do. It's truth. That's what that that's what makes them what they are. It's one of the things I'll defend with rivals. Like I don't even think rivals looks at did Alabama offer and if they did, let's move them up. But you know what? That wouldn't be the worst strategy in the world. From a pure <clears throat> ranking standpoint, you know, hey, did Alabama offer them or not? Okay. Yeah. I, I, okay. I'm, I'm I'm the fact that they did would lend me more reason to move a kid up if i'm being honest i don't think that's how they do it in fact i know it's not but i'd get it if they did i always thought that was one of the silly criticisms there's a lot of things you can criticize about the recruiting ranking process that's not one (laughs) no alabama and georgia offered okay he's probably good odds are he's good alabama makes mistakes quinshawn judkins is one but they don't make many. Yeah. Podcast brought to you in part by Prime Shrimp, primeshrimp.com. Seven different flavors available for you. You can get them delivered directly to your door. Fewer than 10 minutes, freezer to plate, and they take care of you for dinner. The New Orleans style barbecue, their most recent offering, the signature, one of my favorites, the French Quarter Alfredo, the garlic herb butter, the Simply Shrimp lets you uh, season it yourself. Great for kids, people with a little more of a discerning palate. They will help you out there with Prime Shrimp. And now use code RG. That's code RG. Five packs or more, 25% off with Rebel Grove and code RG at primeshrimp.com. Welcome on Sports Bistro. Puts everything they've got into bringing you game day with the taste of Louisiana. Dig into their mouth-watering, made-from-scratch Louisiana cuisine, po'boys, gumbo, voodoo shrimp, plus fan favorites like juicy burgers, fresh salads, all in front of 70-plus TVs, 40-plus ice-cold beers on tap, Check them out in Oxford or uh, Ridgeland today. You can also order at walkons.com or on their very convenient Walkons app. 
The College Corner is your one-stop rebel shop. Two locations in the Jackson area. In Ridgeland, it's next to Fleet Feet. In uh, Flowood, it's next to Half Shell. If you don't live in Jackson, you can go to collegecornerstore.com. Plus, you can find them on Facebook and Instagram with the largest selection of Rebel gear. In central Mississippi, we're having a, another weird weather day today in Oxford because it's that time of year when you use your heater one day, your air conditioner the next. Uh, get in touch with our friends at Comer Heating and Air, Southern Air Conditioning and Heating. Make sure that all of your uh, heating and cooling systems are in tip-top shape. If you live in Oxford, Batesville, Tupelo, those areas, get in touch with the people at Comer, 662-801-1777. If you live in Hernando, Memphis, Olive Branch, South Haven, those areas, get in touch with our friends at Southern, 662-429-4429. A-Stock Auctions is a Nashville-based online auction company with the mission to provide customers the power to name their price. All items at A-Stock start at just $1. That's right. Every item starts at just $1. Shop now at astock.bid or download their app. Name your price on thousands of items from big-name retailers. A-Stock Auctions has multiple locations around Nashville that offer local pickups. So don't miss out. If you want it, bid it, win it. And then don't forget about Solutions RX. It's a probiotic, multivitamin supplement company created by Ole Miss Pharmacy alum Chris Cornelison. It's pharmaceutical grade, manufactured right here inside Mississippi. Check out their prescription support. If you use any high blood pressure medicine, cholesterol medications, Uh, diabetes medications, prescription support is going to make a big difference for you. It's going to make you more compliant. It's going to keep you healthier over the long term. SolutionsRx.com, promo code OEP at checkout to get 10% off your first order. Podcast also brought to you by the Ole Miss Athletics Foundation. Your national champions are back for another year of Ole Miss baseball. Show your support for their efforts on the field this season by signing up for the Pledge Per Win and Pledge Per Home Run campaigns. Donations are charged every Monday. They're allocated into your blue priority point total and up to 90% tax deductible. You can sign up today by visiting give2athletics.com slash donate or call the Ole Miss Athletics Foundation at 662-915-7159. Remember, Morgan Wallen tickets still available these two nights in April during LSU weekend for Ole Miss baseball. Tickets available at morganwallen.com. Great prices on both nights, the Saturday and the Sunday. Again, morganwallen.com. So we got some... uh, Twitter kerfuffle going on yesterday, social media, mm-hmm. all started by uh, Chiefs wide receiver Juju Smith-Schuster, um, begins with him um, setting off a Valentine's, as everybody was doing a bunch of social media Valentine's stuff yesterday is pretty common. It was a picture of Bradbury from the Eagles who held him on uh, on Super Bowl Sunday with the uh, caption, I'll hold you when it matters most. There from uh, Juju Smith-Schuster. A.J. Brown, former Ole Miss wide receiver, Eagles wide receiver, by far better player than Juju Smith-Schuster. Yes. He uh, he chimes in. First off, congratulations. Y'all deserve it. This is lame. You were on your way out of the league before Mahomes resurrected your career on your one-year deal, TikTok boy. He admitted that he grabbed you, but don't act like that. Don't act like you're like that or ever was. But congratulations again. And then he uses three emojis with a uh, clapping, a beer clinking together, and then some sort of uh, confetti type situation from uh, a deal there. Um, several things here. First, the TikTok boy was pretty funny. Um, it was in reference to uh, Miss Schuster got in trouble from TikTok stuff with uh, Mike Tomlin and the Steelers when he was there. He was not exactly uh, someone who was high-valued in the offseason. He signed a one-year, $3 million deal with the uh, the Chiefs. Bradbury 
stayed out of the mess for the most part, other than reminding people that he was an all pro cornerback and it stayed, uh, stayed whatnot here. It, it, I think for the most part, um, and actually it doesn't be for most part. I looked at a poll under one of these earlier, about 80% of the country agreeing with AJ in this, in this, in this fight, you got a gift, shut up. And you didn't do anything. You did nothing. No. If Mahomes or Kelsey does it, I might not like you, but at least you contributed. You know what I mean? When it's the dude over here on the end of the bench waving the title, talking shit, like, shut up. You know, you know where I'm going with this. this But there's different levels. Yeah. I'm against trash talk completely. I hate it. You are. I've always hated it. I've been consistent on this all of my life. I despise when fans do it. Um, it drives me nuts when people are like, we did this, you didn't play. You did nothing. You cheered. That's all you did. But when players do it, it just comes across as really low class. You won the Super Bowl in a really close game. Have some grace. Bradbury's a Pro Bowl defensive back. A really good guy. And he owned it. Bradbury could have said, and I would have agreed with him. Man, that was a cheap call. They didn't call that all day. Instead, he said, I held him. I hoped I got away with it. He owned it. He was classy. In defeat, in the Super Bowl. In the final two minutes of the fourth quarter of a tied Super Bowl. And then Schuster, Smith Schuster, whatever his name, shows his ass. That's all. Just kind of crappy. Like, if I'm the Chiefs, I don't want any part of him anymore. I'm good. Just disappear. I got Patrick Mahomes. I can find somebody to catch the ball. Somebody won't play with Pat. There's going to be cats that can run around and catch balls. I might have the greatest quarterback of all time on my roster at the beginning of his prime with two Super Bowls in his back pocket. Somebody will play. I got a feeling I can go find somebody to play wide receiver. Smith Schuster, only 27 years old. He's an unrestricted free agent right now. If I'm the Chiefs, I don't want him back. I'm that I'm that serious about it. I I can't stand it. I don't understand it. I, I really don't. It was a great game. Let it just be a great game. I guess he thought it was funny, and I'm sure there are people that Yeah, he think, was doing the social media, this is funny. I mean, yeah, yeah. Yeah, and there are people sure. that think it's funny. Like, ah, you win, you get to Yeah, but you didn't eat what'd you do? He had, a, he had a good season. Caught 78 balls for 900 yards. Had a really good season. He did. He played with Patrick Mahomes. He did. On the same team with Travis Kelsey. It's his third. Well, that's a good point when you're second, third option. You you're going to get, get catches. His second or third best year. He had the one great year with the Steelers in 2018. He went 111 for 14-26. You win the Super Bowl, <clears throat> just say, hey, I'm going to Disney World or whatever it is you do. And then just go celebrate winning the Super Bowl. Why can't you be like, uh, I don't know. Like I watched, watched on the on the, there's NFL Films had it. I guess they're teasing it. They had uh, Jason Kelsey, the center for the Eagles after the game. You know, the mom was wearing the jersey that had half Chiefs, half Eagles. Yeah, 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 yeah. You know, and she found the Travis first. And then she went looking for Jason. Of course, he was upset. He just lost the biggest game of his life. 
you know, and he says to her, you know, he loves her and says, go, cel- yeah. go celebrate with Trey. You know, go, go, yeah. go be with the happy okay. one. I'm yeah. going to be all right. Yeah. I don't know. You, yeah. That's, that's tough. <laughs> kind of my point is that Juju Smith Schuster's in that same locker room. He knows. He knows the difference between winning and losing. That just was a that was a crappy thing to do. I thought. I didn't think it was funny. That's just me. I'm I'm but I'm I'm totally different from so many people about this. I cannot stand it. It's that deal where I mean I I got on look, I got on the soapbox the other day and I'm not gonna do it today because it I realize it's as I get older, I go more and more and more in this direction. I'm just kind of tired of the social media thing in general. Mm-hmm. It's the social media. Let me show out and do this. And yep. I mean, it's, it's a much deeper conversation than a Wednesday morning. We're talking about basketball games and Kevin Smith and all this kind of stuff. But I mean, it's, it's the same thing that our kids are going through. I mean, you get on Instagram or somewhere and it's only the great looking people, the top 1%. I mean, it's just, it's everything. It creates this mess in all ways. Hey, talk shit because it's all anonymous on the internet. Mm-hmm. Do this, talk trash, go this, look at this, worry about this, compare yourself to this. Like, my God. No, absolutely. It's, it's, it's I've told you, I've noticed just in the last few months a meanness that's pervasive. And at first, I thought it was my imagination, and I started asking people that I that I trust. I'm like, am I am I I'm sensing this? Am I dreaming it? And not everybody, but a lot of people have said, "Yeah, no, I've sensed the same thing." There's this anger that's like so pervasive that is everywhere, and it absolutely bleeds into sports, big time. And I don't know. I I don't know what it's about. I don't. I'm not worldly enough to possibly know. I work from home, you know. I mean, we mm-hmm. go to Ole Miss to cover games and such, but I mean, day in, day out. It's not out. a wide variety of, yeah, yeah, encounters. Day in, day out. I'm, I wake up, I come up here, I work, I do the show with you, you leave, I do some more work, or I'll go to the gym and run or lift, or then I come back here and work some more. And I, I, I couldn't begin to be like, oh, so here's what's going on with society. Here's today. the full gaming. I mean, I, this I, is there, all it. There's right here. no way I could do that. And I don't, to my, to yeah. my credit, I don't try. Yeah. But there's something going on. And you're right. I, I worry about it with kids. I worry that, that that's what they see. That you're seeing it again, much that we can name it. We could do a podcast on this if you want. It's not really for today. You're seeing it in college kids, their level of just struggle mm-hmm. to focus. Mm hmm. To have any sort of accountability, um, it's 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 a problem. Um, it's a big problem. It's pandemic related. It's social media related. It's related to a lot of stuff. Stuff. Yeah, I mean, yeah. And I don't know. Here's the here's the thing. The is pandemic it, was bad. For is it something kids. where are we in a two to three year blip? Or are we in a 20 year blip and that's what we don't know you know is it because yeah. certain kids were at a very specific point of their maturation or is it no they're affected for any point of their maturation we don't know the answer to that yeah, I don't know. Way, but that's what i kind of find I, I hope fascinating it's the, i hope it's the former and not the latter yeah of course but i don't i don't know mm-hmm. i mean there's a there's a lot there yeah we could do a lot of podcasts on it <laughs> And people would get worked up about it because a lot of people have a hard time going back and going, you know, looking back, that was probably a mistake. They're so dialed in to know I had to be right. It was, you can argue about whether it was justified or not. I have a very strong opinion, but what you can't, in my opinion, argue is that 
the lockdowns and the, the you can't argue the impact. It was it yeah. Was, we can talk about the wiles and the whys all day, but you can't argue the impact. It's incredibly detrimental. Um, and, and it and it put kids. And I'm sure there's people out there where their kids are fine. Your kids are doing pretty well, but for the most part, the, yeah, the, two of my kids were impacted. The median has shifted yeah. in a really dangerous way. I, I guess mean, is my point. I mean, two of my three kids were impacted. So yeah. when people go, well, your kids are okay. I'm like, yeah, my kids are okay. They're pretty resilient, but. It affected it affected my oldest in, in in extreme ways, and it affected my youngest in very subtle ways. My my middle child is just one of those kids that we've never really had to parent. She just it she's fine, whatever mm-hmm. you know. I mean, Caroline says, "Hey, I'm going to do something." We're like, "Okay, cool." I mean, it, she it's always just kind of worked out for her. But the others, yeah, I mean, and and so if it was impacting, it impacted a lot of people very negatively, and I don't know what, whether that's. Were you trace it back to? Was it happening before that? Was there something going on? I, I don't know. I, I mean, parenting has changed. It much more hand on the person. They can't fail. Can't let anybody fail ever. Right. And then you get into situations where they have to be propped up the same way always. And then, then you get out of college. You have jobs and nobody gives a shit anymore. Right. And then the blows up. It's a big deal. I mean, you have to let your kids. I mean, fail. I'm not a psychologist. You have to let your kids fail. Yeah. You have to sometimes let your kids make their own decisions, but I don't know. I mean, we do a parenting podcast. We go for a long time. Parent, parenting is <laughs> parenting is hard. It is. It's difficult. So, I've got three really smart kids, and and three really different kids. Yeah, they're all super different. Yeah, absolutely. It wasn't one lane. Mm-mm. No, I mean, the girls are completely different from one another, and Carson's a boy. You know, he and I have driven back and forth to Tupelo the last two nights, and we've had conversations. I won't disclose them because, no, A, nobody cares, and B, it wouldn't be fair to him, but it's pretty interesting. We'd, we talked the whole way to Tupelo and back both nights, Monday and Tuesday, and it was really interesting. It's, it's not easy being a kid. It's not easy being a 16-year-old boy right now. It's not. It wasn't. And, and, you know, I was a 16-year-old boy once. You were, too. I don't think it was as hard. So I would have been 16 in 1986. I don't think it was as hard in 1986 to be 16 Mm-mm. as it is in 2023. Well, there's so many more things to avoid. There was an article on the message board the other day about growing up in the 90s. And it was a different time all the way around. I mean, some better, some worse, but an ease to it yeah. that is not in 2023. Yeah. There was certainly an ease. In I the- mean, I was 16 in 1999. I mean, other than Y2K, it was pretty all right. Yeah. Um, yeah. I mean, it was just totally different. When I, I mean, the stuff that's at their fingertips now. Do you just wonder like what was going through Juju Smith Schuster's head when he hit the send button on that? It was funny. It was it, 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 literally, it was one thought. It's he, funny. He thought this would be funny. Yeah, that's that, that. It did not have greater thought than that. It was not even trying to pick it bad. I, it was funny. I'm going to get a bunch of engagement and likes. But it showed you that there's a complete lack of empathy on his part for Bradbury. No, no, no. It's it, it's about the trophy that is the likes on the screen. Yeah, that's it. it 
going he, going full circle. That's the point. Is oh my god, I got engagements. Oh great, thanks. He didn't that's, even give a single thought to you know these these might have been a couple of tough days for him. No, didn't give a negative thought. Didn't give a thought at all. Just didn't think about it. Mm. It didn't, didn't matter and didn't care. No, it just doesn't. Didn't care. That's the part that's that's the part that you wonder if it's social media driven. If it's Look, I'm not going to get into like the whole video game thing, except to say this. Like when I was a kid, we had Ataris and we had Nintendos and stuff, and you played these games that didn't look realistic, right? I mean, like Bo Jackson on Tech Mobile, even as awesome as Bo Jackson was in real life, you knew that Tech Mobile Bo, John, Bo Jackson wasn't real. That's a good point. You know what I mean? I mean, you knew it was a game. Yeah. I, some of the stuff that they, they can play now, it doesn't look like a game. Yeah. Yeah, Contra, we wouldn't go and, hey, let me tell you. Yeah, we yeah. played Space Invaders, yeah. right? Galaga. Uh, Pac-Man. Yeah. Well, in real life, I never saw a little yellow dude chomping ghost mm-hmm. in the real world. I, I, I mean, I never saw that. Yeah. Now, I grew up a little sheltered in Ruston, Louisiana, but I, I, I didn't, I never saw the little yellow ghost guy, the yellow monster eating the ghost and then running around and then the ghost would chase i never saw that in the real world yeah and I, again i don't play the stuff today but i bet the new halo or something looks pretty sharp i'm guessing yeah i'm pretty glad that the only games that he plays and he's and he was funny because i'll tell you this he i, I don't feel I'm, he told me he's like i've kind of turned it off the video games mm-hmm. he said he put put limits on his own phone oh Tells you that there's a that that stuff creates angst. Well, and, there's and, no doubt about that. And they feel there's it. an anxiety that yeah, pops up, and they feel it. Like you know, I don't know. It's it's fascinating. It really is. I like I said. I have. I'll defend the, this younger generation. To, you've seen me do it. Yeah. When people go, this generation sucks, and they're whatever. I'm like, whoa, hold up. They they deal with a lot more stuff than we did growing up in the '80s. We didn't deal with anything in the 80s. We didn't have that. We didn't have, being frank, we didn't have just infinite porn at our fingertips. No, sure. I mean, if I wanted to see, if I wanted to see pictures of naked girls, you had to have the Playboy here, the, the magazine. I, I had to, I had to go over to Neil Fuller's house <laughs> because his dad had a stack of Playboys. And, and you could try to to. If someone had like satellite, you could try to like it get the signal every once in a while. You might get like a little ten minute blurb on Cinemax or something, and maybe you just maybe might see a boob. That's it. That's it. The rest of it was kind of up to your imagination a little bit. Yeah, I had a neighbor. I won't say her name because some people will search for her who would sometimes sunbathe topless on her deck, and I don't think she realized that. There was a little spot from where my window was where if I looked just right and she was in exactly the right place, it might be. So my- you're not worried about protecting Neil Fuller's dad, but we're, we're going to protect the the, the female I'm, in question. I am. Where's Neil these days? I don't know where he is. You don't know? Okay. I hadn't talked to him in no, 30, look, 30 years. But you know what I mean? I mean, that was like, that, if, that, if that happened, it was just my day. It led to a conversation that would, I'm not, we it would have to be a parenting podcast. We went really in depth to have it. This is not the appropriate place for it. But I mean, some, I, had, I had somebody the other day ask me like, Hey, how do you keep kids away from porn? You go, you don't, you, you literally impossible. You don't, you talk about it. You talk about it. You make it aware that that's not reality. Mm-hmm. You do all those things. There's no way to stop it. 
Ginger makes such a great point in the thread. She's so right. She says, remember when we had to call a friend's house and speak to their parents and actually ask to speak to the friend? I do. Yeah. I remember when I would call a girl. God, you hope that the she answered. I was about to say, I remember the first girl I ever called. I was in probably fifth, sixth grade. And, you know, I mean, just like it was on the Wonder Years, you hang up a couple times and you struggle with it. And then when that ring rings, you go, please, God, answer. Please, God, answer. But he answers and you have to talk to him. Hey, sir, I'm uh, I'm here to speak to Shannon, and uh, let's yeah. I mean, it's it's. Oh, hey, Mister Mays, this is yeah. Neil Grady. Could I <laughs> yeah. could I please speak to Tracy? Yeah, please don't talk to me. And yeah. then he would say, "How are you? How are you? Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm good. Thank I'm a little you. nervous right now, but I'm all right. Yeah. Hanging in. <laughs> Thanks. How do you feel about the game Friday? <laughs> right now, I'm not thinking anything about it. <laughs> but I guess okay. So you learned how to do that, <laughs> you know and. There's less of that now. That was none. We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. So the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Whether you're a world-class athlete or a podcaster like me, we all understand the importance of mental and physical well-being and proper recovery for top-notch performance. That's why I'm excited that Unified Healing is sponsoring podcasts on the Blue Wire Network. Unified Healing is a new and super innovative global network of wellness centers powered by Energy Enhancement System, or EE System. If you haven't heard of the EE System yet, then you'll want to listen up. This technology promotes wellness, deep relaxation, purification, and rejuvenation. Wherever you are across the globe, access to a center is easy and affordable. Interested in experiencing the EE System technology for yourself? Go to unifiedhealing.com slash bluewire to learn more and find a center near you. That's unified, U-N-I-F-Y-D, healing.com slash bluewire. No material or testimonials on the Unified Healing website are intended to be viewed as medical advice or a substitute for professional medical advice, diagnosis, or treatment. Always seek the advice of your physician or other qualified healthcare provider with any questions you may have regarding a medical condition or treatment and before undertaking a new healthcare regimen, including EE system. Texting at whatever age. I mean, phones. I mean, talk to a bunch of college girls about how dating kind of works now. It's pretty scary. Those are kids that get out in the real world in four or five years, and they, they don't know how to. They don't know how to build a relationship. Have no clue. Well, it, it's all together. They literally they're having a hard time communicating because they don't. They don't. They don't communicate. They, they don't, don't have talk. To. They text. They don't write beyond text. Yeah. I mean the whole. Send them a send a text. Hey, you want to come over? 
Yeah. Up? Oh, question mark? <laughs> yeah. Okay. Well, thanks. <laughs> Bold strategy, Cotton. <laughs> Probably not going to work. <laughs> And if she does come over right there, congratulations. She, she's probably not the one, champ. Yeah, that's not a good thing, actually, down yeah. the road. So, anyway, again, I mean, we can do a whole show. It's not today, but it's kind of on my mind once you started talking about it. Podcast brought to you in part by GM Pharmacy, 662 236 2222. They deliver locally in the Oxford area and they offer medicine. If your prescription is the same day each month and take care of you, one trip to the pharmacy. One delivery, you have everything you need when you need it with G&M, whether it be Holly Springs or Oxford. They can also transfer your medications very, very easily. You make one call, they take care of the rest, and they will be your pharmaceutical needs or whatever they are. So, again, that is Tyson Drugs and G&M Pharmacy, 662-236-2222. Remind me to answer Grind's question in a minute because I can recall. Uh, we're also brought to you by uh, Dead Soxie. The temperature is dropping somewhat. We have uh, entered prime sock season. Friends over at Dead Soxy just announced their BOGO winter sale. Right now, when you buy two sock bundles, you get the second bundle 50% off, or you can get a free pair of socks with any single pair you purchase. To get the deal, just put any two bundles or any two pairs of socks in your cart. Apply the code Rebel Grove. If you've got bundles in there, it will take 50% off the least expensive bundle. If you've got two pairs of socks in your cart, it will make the least expensive pair free. So head over to deadsoxy.com, stock up on this incredible winter sale, and as always, stay soxy. Game Changer patches are the uh, only two-patch system available in the market to stop hangovers before they start. The warm-up patch used before or while you drink. The overtime patch used after you've been drinking to recover while you sleep. The all-natural ingredients will keep you in the game ready for the next play. So go to gamechangerpatch.com, promo code REBELGROVE20 at checkout for 20% off your purchase. Uh, ACS is owned by Clay McNutt in Baldwin, Mississippi. It's a complete electrical control system solution provider and a Rockwell automation recognized system integrator. Uh, they can service and install Rockwell Automation, Allen Bradley, Siemens, ABB, Square D, and many other manufacturers. So for more information or to get in touch with the people at ACS, go to acsllcms.com or call 662-601-4381. And we're brought to you by Lamons Fine Jewelry. Lamons at 1126 North Lamar Boulevard in Oxford. Been serving the Oxford area for three quarters of a century. Uh, whatever your jewelry needs are, they've got it. Great customer service at Lamons. I was uh, in Lamons just yesterday, not for Valentine's Day, but for other reasons. And um, they, they take great care of you. Whatever you're looking for, they've got it. If they don't have it, they can order it. It's the gold standard in fine jewelry. Visit them at lamonsfinejewelry.com or call them at 662-234-2777. And we're brought to you by Pinnacle. Pinnacle based in Jackson, Mississippi. They provide detailed, specialized investment management, financial planning, retirement planning for individuals and businesses, and much, much more. Uh, Pinnacle will sit down with you, listen to your goals, study your expenses, put forth a comprehensive, detailed financial and retirement plan built just for you. It's mypinwealth.com, M-Y-P-I-N-N, Wealth. Com. Podcast also brought to you by Athletic Greens. That's AG1 by Athletic Greens. Take it every single day, always in the morning. Helps you work out, recover. If you did a lot of things yesterday, just need a little bit of a boost. I don't always eat perfectly, so it gives you extra vitamins, minerals, supplements, things that make you feel better throughout your day. It's great for recovery, empowers the gut, whole body health, and does many more things as well. So for Athletic Greens, AG1, that's comprehensive solutions, what you need for your supplement routine. They're giving you a free one-year supply of vitamin D, five free travel packs for your first purchase. You can go to athleticgreens.com slash MPW. 
That's athleticgreens.com slash MPW. Yeah, and you had that. The rotary phone. I had the rotary phone. I remember the first time we got a touchstone phone. I was like, whoa, this is this is technology, baby. Beep. But the other thing was, yeah, call waiting. First time I got call waiting. You'd call, every, every, you'd call and you're trying to call somebody and the line was busy forever. And then the worst was when you're talking to somebody and your parents pick up the phone. Hey, I need the phone. But you had to get to it. You know, like you you didn't have you didn't have hours to sit and talk. Again, you're in depending on the length of the cord and whether it would get into other rooms. You're full on display. Yeah, yeah. You, you could have pop staring at you, going, "Go ahead, call Linda. I've had it. Say what you got to say." <laughs> yep. Which led you to say, hey, do you want to meet up at such and such? Because that was the only place you could talk without people listening. Oh, yeah. Just different now. Do you have strict curfews? Parents are pretty strict. Um, I mean, kind of. I had a normal. Cur- I mean, I had a curfew. I mean, I, I didn't. I didn't break it. If I was supposed to be home at midnight, I was home by midnight. Pretty firm. Yeah. And if I'd had to get, if I had to get a girl home by eleven, she was home by eleven. I didn't weren't going to run the risk. I didn't play of pops that game. being upset. No, I didn't play that game. No, hurry up, we got to go. Hey, let's, let's get home. Finish your milkshake. Yep. Let's let's get moving. Yep. Someone said simpler times, and they're right, and that's kind of the point. No, that's very the point. I mean, yeah, it's. I will say this though, and people can disagree. I I think the world, and when I mean that, I mean your town, your neighborhood. I think it's just as safe as it was then. We're just much more careful because of social media and news that we're aware of every possible thing that could potentially go wrong. I don't think kids would be in any more danger today than then walking across neighborhoods and towns and things and going where they need to go. Because, I mean, back then, you know, we get on our bikes, just go for, God, I mean, hey, Mm -hmm. going across town. Sure. Holler at me. I mean, there's no phone. Hey, I'll meet you back at the store at 1230. Be there, and I'll grab you on the way in. Or mm-hmm. you're at the skating rink. I'll pick you up at 1115 or whatever that thing is. That's it. But I find myself doing it. I mean, even with, I mean, with Carly, I'll have, you know, I in the neighborhood, it's, hey, just go. And then I'll, occasionally I'll kind of feel a little bit of anxiety. I go, it's fine. It literally, it's landlocked into right. seven houses. It's going to be all right. Right. It's okay. But there's a certain thing on us as parents in today's world versus 20 years ago, 30 years ago, when it was just, sure, go have at it. Sure. It's going to be all right. Things yeah. aren't happening in a bigger clip. I don't believe it. I, I tend to agree. I mean, I could be wrong, but it's my opinion. We weren't strict. I don't, I don't even know that we gave. I don't know that we ever gave a curfew to the kids. Carson doesn't have a curfew. I don't think the girls ever did. They just really kind of necessary. They just kind of knew to come home. Yeah. I think they understood that. Did you wait up? I mean, sometimes. Not always. Not always. I always had a deal, and I have his deal still with Carson to this day. That So if they're out, I try to kind of be awake, not so that I can check on them, but we always have had this deal where, hey, look, if you're someplace and something's going on call. and you don't want to be uncool, call me. Say like a magic word, I'll call you back where you can answer the phone 
and, and I'll be like, hey, go. something's com- something's coming up at home. I need to come get you. Something's happening here. I'll come be the bad guy. Yeah. Let me be the bad guy. Yeah. Because sure. I'm not trying to impress a bunch of 16-year-olds. I'm cool with it. Like, yeah, whatever. Yeah. <laughs> that's a good point. I mean, <laughs> whether that's a positive or a negative for me, impressing a bunch of people has never been a big priority for me. So certainly impressing a bunch of 16-year-old kids is not high on my list of uh, objectives. So I always do that because I'd, I'd, I'd hate to think that I would let them down, that I get the call at 11.15 that we've always talked about, and then I don't answer. So I'll try to at least make sure that my phone's on super high. Yeah. Back into sports. Um, frankly, not a ton. But uh, Derek Carr was officially released as a free agent yesterday. The Raiders were not going to pay him $40 million, so this was not a surprise. He's the best free agent quarterback. He's going to have some offers from different teams. I don't know how much it's going to be worth, though. I, I'm really curious at what his value is considered by teams because you can squint and think he could get it, get you where you're trying to go, but then there's a lot of evidence that he's just one tick shy of that. Mm-hmm. Raiders also are really, really interesting because they've got a lot of cap space. They can make some crazy offer on some of these veteran quarterbacks, but then they also have the number seven pick, which gives you some movement in some ways in that Anthony Richardson tech territory and that Will Levis territory move it for something else higher. They've got a lot of options as the Raiders there. A lot of guys would love to go play in Vegas. I mean, you got to think that if the Ravens and that's Lamar, where Super Bowl's at next year, right? Super Bowl's in Vegas. That's what I thought that stadium is so awesome. I love that place. Um, yeah. I mean, if you're the Ravens and you can't get a deal done, do you trade Lamar Jackson for picks, and maybe you sign Derek Carr. It's a thought. The Eagles coordinators were both hired by uh, teams yesterday. I guess capping the the, the cycle now, unless I'm forgetting somebody. Um, Philly defensive coordinator Jonathan Gannon, he's the new Cardinals head coach, and then uh, Shane Steichen, the uh, Eagles offensive coordinator, is now the Colts head coach. So those two. Uh, those two moves to, to finish it off. Saw a picture. I, I still don't think the fans will know a difference, but I saw a picture this morning in the athletic of the new bases. Mm-hmm. The new base is legitimately larger. It's, I mean, it's, it's, it's much very noticeable. Well, think about it. If you get a TV, it's just second base though, right? Yeah. Okay. But if you get a TV, get a 31 inch TV. Yeah. And then get a 42 inch TV. Yeah. A better TV. And put one. It, it's significantly bigger than you think it's going to be. Yeah. Well, I mean, here's a good example. That's what I was looking at. This right. one's 61, and that's 65 or whatever, and you see the difference. But it is noticeable. Yeah, it's different. Second base is bigger. You're going to get there faster. Think of how many close plays at second base happen on steals. A lot of the ones that were out now will be safe. And then the limits on throwing over, yeah, it's, I, mean, I, I think games are going to be higher scoring. Changes scouting, right? Suddenly, is the speedier sure. player back in play? You have to at least think about it if he can make contact. I mean, yeah. So much of Major League Baseball is the ability to just make contact against the filthy stuff those guys throw. They do look like pizza boxes. That's very true. I mean, I was watching a YouTube of you Darvish from the catcher's point of view. Mm-hmm. I don't know how anybody hits anything. I mean, I really don't. I don't know how the hell you hit it's that. It's the hardest thing in sports is to hit a baseball. I, I don't know how you hit that. I, I will forever think it is the absolute hardest thing in sports. You know, elite 
elite pitching, I don't know how you touch it. I mean, I, I really don't. I mean, I, I don't. And the fact that they not only hit it, but they hit it with authority tells me that they're just amazing. I could get lucky on a half court shot playing an NBA player. It could go in. Probably not, but we at least got a puncher's chance to get it up. Probably not, but you know what I mean. Right. I couldn't hit that stuff. You'd have no, I mean, no, you literally no would have no prayer. You'd have no chance. Tiger Woods and I go out there and hit one shot. There's a shot I hit it closer than him. Sure. There's no doubt. Sure. That might actually might be one of the easier things for the average person. Right. Now, playing elite level golf, no shot in hell. But right, right, right. One but shot. One shot. Yeah, one sure. putt. Yeah, one. The chance whatever. that if y'all both putted from 30 feet away. I would get closer and make it. Wouldn't happen much, but it might happen once. Yeah. But I'm convinced that if you were to step into the batter's box against. Take, take your damn pick. Uh, Clevenger or whoever, I mean. Yeah, yeah. Pick a guy that's a major league starter. You Darvish. Just go with him since we were talking about him a minute ago. That unless you Darvish decided that I want you to hit it. I want you to have some success here. You'd never touch the ball. No way. And all these cats who are throwing like 100 and 101, you're dialed up for that, and then they break off an 86 mile an hour or something. You just. That's what always strikes me about baseball. And even at the college level, you see it. But especially at the professional level, it's so. It, it, it's so. Um, Tangible, I guess, is the word I'm looking for. When a major league hitter is made to look silly at the plate, you think, God almighty, that guy's the best. That guy's the best ever player ever at his little league, at his middle school. He's in the high school hall of fame, and he was one of the two or three best players to ever play at his college, mm-hmm. ever. And he just got made to look completely like he had no idea what the hell he was doing. That's how good major league pitching is. Yeah. That's why something about yesterday and the kid for LSU getting hurt bugged me all day long. Mm -hmm. Isn't that crazy? I don't don't know that kid. I'm not cheering for LSU. I'm not cheering against LSU, whatever. I don't, I mean, I, that, I felt something for the kid all day long. Grant Taylor. Yeah. Just kind of felt sick for him. Kept thinking, I guess maybe that's why the Juju Schuster Smith thing bugged me the way that it did. Mm -hmm. Because all day I could think about what a shitty day it is to be him today. Yeah. He was excited to pitch this weekend. Going to get the ball, I think, Saturday. He was going to get the ball, go pitch for LSU, something he was geeked up about. And all of a sudden, now he's got to wait for the right time to get cut on and then go through all that stuff. God, they were doing skeins, Taylor, a little. Um, Yeah, that's what I mean. This sucks for him. Everybody's like, well, you know, it happens. It does. It happens, and I hate it for all the kids that happen. Like the the reliever for Ole Miss whose name's escaping me. Josh Mallett. Today sucks. I mean, Riley Maddox, who got hurt in the middle of last season and missed the run, the title, and is missing this season. Sucks. He's out until 2024. Yeah, and so he's yeah, there's a part of him that wonders, will I be back? Will I ever be able to really do this again? Yeah. What if it takes, you know, and Taylor's thinking, on top of all of this, well, what does this do to my draft status? Yeah. How much money did this cost? Is it me? good that I got it over with, or am I losing money? Yeah, I just made me feel for the kids. That's all. I didn't have this written down, so I'm glad somebody reminding me because I did see it yesterday. Chris Kiffin headed to uh, Houston, so he's mm-hmm. reuniting with Laramie there uh, with the uh, with the oh, Texans. Oh yeah, I didn't even think about that. Yeah, yeah. I was glad. I knew that his situation in Cleveland was in peril. 
Glad he found a spot. Yeah, glad he found a spot in the league because he wanted. He definitely wanted to stay in the NFL. He he had he had a week back in the college game where he said, "Nope, <laughs> not for me." Yeah, no moss. <laughs> People would be stunned if they knew how many college assistant coaches right now yeah. are scouring the NFL. Just a little bit of a fun story yesterday. Uh, the ATP, which is professional men's tennis in uh, Delray Beach. Uh, Matia Pekadik, he uh, he beat former world number eight Jack Sock yesterday in the first round of the tournament. Pekadik works as a director at a real estate investment firm and had to ask off for the day to play in the match and uh, knocked off Sock four six six two six two to set up his second round uh, thing. He goes, "quote I had to leave work early today. I had to send an email to the whole team. My boss let me off. I'm going to ask for another day off tomorrow. So hopefully he'll get it." I think he'll probably get it. Yeah. yeah. He had gotten up to, uh, at one point, he was number 206 in the world during trying to be a professional tennis player eight years ago, though. Yeah. Currently ranked 784th in the uh, in the world. But, yes, he uh, he knocked off Sock yesterday. It's kind of my point. And yet, if you watched him on the court against just some random dude from, you know, He's working John's him. Pizza, he's working him. Well, that's the thing. Oh, God, he was ranked 784. It's like, hold on a minute. Think how many people play tennis in the world? Yep. Seven eighty four is still pretty good. Tells you how good number six is. Yeah, and he can't win the he can't win a major because Djokovic. Won't yeah, because number away. three looks at Djokovic and goes, "Ah hell, yeah, nothing I can do." Tennis is the perfect sport for because the favorite wins so often that one dude being in your generation changes everything, completely everything. More than any other sport. Of course. One dude. Yeah. If that dude didn't exist. Charles Barkley says hello. Okay. But like Andy Roddick would have like six titles, six Grand Slams. Yeah. It's one. Yeah. I mean, how many would Rafa Nadal have if there were no Djokovic? 30? (laughs) (laughs) And obviously there'd be somebody else in your area or whatever. but, But like Federer. As good as he was, I mean, how many would he have had if just one of Djokovic or Nadal had disappeared? Mm-hmm. So, speaking of uh, Charles Barkley, Auburn looked pretty damn good last night. They they just they jumped all over Missouri. They went up early and never stopped. It was Bruce Pearl at halftime. Probably didn't say this, but probably thought to himself, "God, if I could take that half of basketball, bottle it." and use it when I needed it, we'd win the whole damn thing. Doesn't work like that, of course, but they had the ultimate half of basketball in the first half. 89-56, Auburn over Missouri last night. Broom with 20 for uh, the Tigers. Shawnees with 14 for uh, Missouri. LSU and Georgia. Georgia won on a last-second shot. They uh, they went up with four seconds left, I think, and then yeah. won their uh, Georgia not quite done a decent job. It's been uh, fine. They've got a shot to make the NIT. Yeah. LSU's bad. Real bad. Real bad. And then Vanderbilt got up early and then just kind of held on, knocking off South Carolina in Columbia last night. Vanderbilt's playing pretty good basketball. What was the final on that? 75-64. Yeah. They were, up, they were up 19-20 for most of the second Michi half. Johnson with 19 for the Gamecocks and Liam Robin, Robbins with 24 for Vanderbilt last night. How many night. boards he get? Uh, He's dominating out. right now. Oh, really? Yeah. I don't know that I could have told you a player's name. For Vanderbilt. Uh, Robbins played 30 minutes, and he went for 24-8 and eight yeah. last night. 
He's he's making himself some money right now. He's he's a good player. They can't do South Carolina as bad as they are. Then you get this: the, uh, Gigi Jackson last night only scores two points. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, I mean, he's so young and he's immature, and you can see it. And you can also see why the NBA loves him. Got all the tools. He needs to go someplace. He needs to stay in school. He won't. He needs to go someplace that uses the G League effectively. That lets him have a chance to grow up some. Yeah. Otherwise, he's going to get spit out. Podcast brought to you in part by Johnson Hill Creamery, johnsonhillcreamery.com. Hope all of you picked up your Valentine's Day goodies yesterday. That pre-sale that went really, really well for them. Remember, it's still king cake season. You can get the king cakes. The blueberry cheesecake is their newest flavor. They have their traditional offerings as well, including the plain cinnamon, regular cheesecake, lemon, pecan praline, and much more. Also, uh, you can do everything online. Just shop right there at johnsonhillcreamery.com. Go to their Instagram page. See videos, photos of many of their different offerings, or you can give them a call, 662-419-9201. That's White Oak Lane here in Oxford, johnsonhillcreamery.com. Brought to you by John Edwards, Regency Travel Incorporated in Memphis. If you're thinking about traveling, whether it's spring break, which is coming up pretty quick, or uh, summer, which will be here before you know it as well, maybe you're even thinking about a holiday trip, whatever the case may be, get in touch with John. Just give him some parameters, give him some budget, give him a budget, and uh, let him give you some options. He's going to come up with some things that you're not going to find on your own. He's going to help you make a special trip, one that creates a lifetime of unique memories. 901 Four nine four thirty three eighty seven, or send him an email j edwards at regencytravel.net uh, coming up this weekend for uh, Ole Miss baseball basketball both whatever just to hang out stop at OPA make it a part of your weekend fabulous food craft libations it's Oxford's new Greek restaurant on the square again check out OPA there's a mailbag uh, that got Published just before we started today, it's brought to you by Whitney McNutt of Tommy Morgan Incorporated Realtors. It's up at rebelgrove.com. Whitney is serving you for all of your real estate needs in Oxford and Tupelo. She sells condos, land, commercial, and residential family homes. You can reach her at 662-567-2573 or 662-842-3844. Brought to you by Service Specialist Staffing and Recruiting Agency, connecting great job opportunities to candidates since 1967. If you're on the uh, job hunt, they can help you. Entry level all the way to seasoned professional opportunities across the board. Um, They also can help you find -find, hard-to-find quality talent as well. 662-832-5138 or servicespecialistltd.com. Don't just accept what you see, but imagine something new. Step forward, chase after a better version of yourself. Every day, Corinth Dental is helping people reinvent themselves one smile at a time. Dr. Bubba McQueen Dr. Ginny Beth Hendrick are devoted to restoring and enhancing the natural beauty of your smile using conservative, state-of-the-art procedures, including Invisalign. These clear aligners are the virtually invisible way to improve your smile. So call Corinth Dental today. Get a no-cost digital scan of your teeth. Let them show you the way to a straighter, healthier smile. 12 months, no interest, no down payment financing is available at CorinthDental.com. And don't forget to check out Southern Traditions Farm. They uh, host the beer garden. I've got a beer garden coming up for you here in the next couple of days. Uh, Southern Traditions Farm is a 68-acre, 32-stall, upscale equestrian training and boarding facility in Canton, Mississippi, 
With two sand rings, a grass ring, miles of wooded trails, there's a lot to be offered at Southern Traditions, including horseback riding offerings from beginner lessons with Susan Walt to buying your first horse, competing at nationally recognized competitions. It's also a great venue for events, reunions, get-togethers, whatever the case may be. Southern Traditions Farm on Facebook or Instagram. Podcast is brought to you in part by Northeast Spark. Any SPARC service people across rural communities, two packages, the Ignite, the 100 Mbps, or the Blaze, the one gig that powers the Clark Ford Studio, your hometown team bringing you world-class broadband. That's anyspark.com, 662-238-3159. Phone service, parental controls, network security, and much more. So the best internet in Lafayette County as well as parts of Union and Pontotoc counties. Also, if you did not previously have internet, that's 662-238-3159. Tonight, the uh, set of games that we have coming up, got them right here. They include Ole Miss in Gainesville to face Florida. It's a 5.30 central tip tonight on that one. Yes. <clears throat> what? No, I'm just glad. I'm glad it's at 5.30. I'm going to watch it. And I'll write something post game. You said you wouldn't be shocked if Ole Miss won. I, it's not the worst bet on a money line here. What's my money line? That's what I'm saying. Okay. Because Florida's a 10-point favorite tonight. Oh, I don't hate that at all. That's a big line. The money line, if you want to bet on Ole Miss, plus 420. Oh, I don't, I don't mind that. I don't hate a hundy spot on Ole Miss at plus 420. Sure don't hate like 10 bucks. Well, no. I mean, whatever. Yeah, plus it's, 420. It's worth a shot. Florida's lost three in a row. Yeah, they're not playing not great. great. They're not playing great. I mean, there's a there's a... Look, Florida's probably winning the basketball yeah, game. Yeah, and by the fact they're a 10-point margin tells you that Vegas really thinks they're going to win, and the money line tells you Vegas really thinks they're going to win. But I think Florida's a 35 to 40% chance of losing, not of what this says, which is a 25% chance of losing. Yeah, I agree with that. I mean, there's a matchup issue for Ole Miss. Castleton's, Castleton's a problem. Um, they'll, have a real, they'll have a real problem with, with containing him, with controlling him on the boards. He's a very skilled big. Ole Miss's bigs are not particularly skilled. But the rest of it, sure. Don't hate that. 137.5 on your total tonight. Yeah, I don't know. Picking totals on Ole Miss. It's almost impossible because there are days that Ole Miss's defense is really dialed in, and then there are days like the other day where well, – Frankly, the days where they don't play very good defense, and they just kind of get outscored. Yeah. So it's your big matchup of the night, Alabama-Tennessee, 6 o'clock tonight. What's my, what's my line there? From Knoxville. Uh, I kind of expect Tennessee to play a really proud basketball game tonight. If you want Alabama tonight, they'll give you three points. Tennessee minus three. I'd have a hard time laying three. I'd have a hard time laying three, but I, I again, and maybe I'm wrong, and if I am, we'll show up tomorrow morning and everybody can go, oh, you missed when that Bama one. beats up by 19, and we go, okay, and, and So let me just say this first of all. I think Alabama's the best team in the country. Okay. They are ranked number one in the country right now. But I do think Tennessee's going to play a proud basketball game. They're a veteran team. They got beat the other day. Hadn't been playing great. I bet these have been some focus practices. You're over under 145 and a half because it is absolutely two opposites right there. Tennessee's the best defense in the country, and Alabama's a hell of an offense. Yeah, and I, 145. Tennessee, some uh, 72, 73, 72-ish. Probably go over. But. Vegas is really good. I love the whole give me one stat thing. Tell me what t- the tide shoots from three. 
Because yeah. if they hit some threes, that oh, pitch is over. It's over. Tennessee. It's where Alabama, look, they could easily run into a team and they not shoot well and you get in a dome and the whole deal and then still play tournament. Sure. If they shoot well more than any other country, team in the country, it's over. That's it. Ball game. Because they're underrated on defense. Um, and they have so many guys who can penetrate and get to the rim. They're just so athletic. Oates has just built a really athletic team, and you see it. And they had a little lull in the middle of the year for a couple of weeks that was may or may not have had something to do with what happened off the court, but they appear to have kind of gotten it back. I want to look at this. It was it was Kentucky. Maybe it was Kyle Tucker. It was probably Kyle Tucker. He put a bunch of stats out. And we've known this for a while, and Nate Oates in Alabama's offense is one of the best in the country at this, but it was talking about the idiocy of shooting two-point jumpers mm-hmm. and the teams and the percentages in the top of the country versus other guys that what their percentages are of layups and threes each versus two-point jumpers. Those That 18-footer, if you will. And Kentucky is awful at not shooting the two-point jumper. They shoot way too many two-point jumpers. Yeah. Alabama shoots no two-point jumpers. No, no. Alabama's on the perimeter or dunk. Yeah. It's very clear that if you're shooting a bunch of two-point jumpers, you're losing basketball games. Analytically, the mid-range jumper is not your friend. Alabama's like 9% mid-range jumper. Kentucky's like 37% mid-range jumper. You're losing. Yeah. That's it. You're getting two and they're getting three. Or they're getting easy twos. Yeah. Well, that's the thing. They're getting lots of easy twos your, as well. Your two-point field goal percentage has to be super high because you're laying balls in and dunking them. Especially how bad Louisville is. Virginia, a team that's built on defense and doesn't typically get crazy into scoring, they are 17-point favorites over Louisville tonight. Yeah, Louisville sucks. 17? They suck. My God. I mean, I know they suck, but still. What are the other SEC games tonight? Uh, Kentucky's in Starkville tonight. Ooh, what's that line? Bulldogs minus three. Ooh. Bulldogs minus three. What's my over-under there? 128. Oh. I don't hate the under. 65, 65 is an over. I'll tell you what now. State, the last, they two, played week, well. the light, last two weeks, they have really defended at a high level. And they're not the best offensive team in the world. Like they, they shot the ball really well at Arkansas Saturday to the point where you could almost like look at the Arkansas guys like, where'd this come from? Because they haven't been making those shots. You, would you lay them? I think it's a no go for me. I'm I think I, if I if you told me I had to bet that game, I think I'd lay. I'll the take three. my three with Alabama. I would take Ole Miss with ten. This is just not your typical I'm, Kentucky I'm team. Not State could lay an egg tonight and look like they raw could. hell. They could get way too full of themselves and get too amped up. That place will be – it'll be jacked tonight. It'll be jacked. Yeah. Yeah, money lines, you got to give 152 to win 100 on State. No, hell no. What do I have to give on Texas A&M? I'm getting there. Okay. Arkansas, it, it's a very close line. It's A&M minus two tonight in College Station. Ooh, I would yeah. lay the two. I think I'd lay the two. I'd lay the two. Um, Vegas, actually, it's up to three now. It opened at two. It's at three. Vegas putting it there makes me want to go no-go. Arkansas uh, plus 133. So you bet 100 to win 133. Yeah. you got to put 153 to win 100 on A&M. Okay. Over under 140 and a half. So you got to get into the 70s. I'd probably go over. I think Smith is going to make Arkansas a better offensive team. The last time they played each other, Texas A&M had had all that weird travel, and it was a 
Arkansas won pretty pretty handedly, but still A and M. This I look for A and M to win. I kind of like A and M minus the three. I wouldn't want to go much more than three, but I'd go three. A couple other uh, games around the country. If you're just flipping around college basketball tonight, that have my interest. Uh, TCU's in Ames, Iowa tonight for uh, Horn Frogs mm. and Iowa State. That's That'd a be good, a good game. game. That's a good game there. And then in the Big Ten, a game that uh, I kind of think is pretty good is Indiana at Northwestern tonight. Oh, for sure. Yeah. So a couple around the country that I just noticed a minute ago when I was flipping through the. Gotta wonder if Northwestern's come out of the clouds yet. Yeah. They're good though. They beat Purdue for anybody who's yeah. Collins is Collins is a really good coach. Clemson a ten point favorite over Florida State tonight. See if there's any other high men. No, it's it's it's, a, it's actually not not a huge night of basketball. Purdue returns tomorrow night in uh, College Park, Maryland, for anybody who's curious. Lay them. Painter will have them quite dialed in tomorrow night. Lay them. <laughs> and I've watched Maryland. <laughs> They're not good. They're okay. They're getting the wrong Purdue They're tomorrow. getting the wrong Purdue, I got a feeling. <laughs> yeah. So. <laughs> yeah. yeah, you know, it's somewhere the Maryland coach saw that Saturday and went, ah, oh, hell. Oh, yeah, he was watching. <laughs> he was watching that game going, son of a bitch. <laughs> yeah, he sat down on the couch with the popcorn and went, go Boilermakers. Yeah, yo. and then he had a Boilermaker. Yeah, y'all yo, 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 go have at it. That's uh, that's great. Yeah, he got up and poured something. Uh, last thing, in the NBA last night, Bucks knock off the Celtics. They pull within a half game of Boston oh, there in the East. Such a good game. So. Did you watch any of it? No, I did not. Such a good game. No, my Mavs have lost two in a row. I'm giving up again. I'm out. It's it's it, it's the it, it's, Bucks it's, Celtics seven game series. If we get it, I'm probably going to, and we probably will get it. Will absolutely be epic. I just hope both teams stay healthy. I want both teams to be completely. Let's get everybody back. Let's keep Middleton healthy. Let's get Jalen Brown back completely healthy, and then let's play this game. We'll play that series. Bucks forty and seventeen. Celtics forty one and seventeen. And they today. both have superstars. Obviously Giannis, but I think Jason Tatum's a superstar. And it's just two really good teams. That was a really entertaining, well-played NBA game. I listened to the first half of it, and then we got to watch the end and the overtime. Mavs uh, probably in danger of losing three in a row. They're in Denver tonight for uh, for their next one. You know what would be interesting about that game? We're not spending time on it. What will be interesting on that game is to watch how Denver defends them. Denver will probably not try to show their cards because there's a decent chance that's like a one five second round. Yeah. Is there? You know, mm-hmm. how does Denver's an elite defensive team? And Denver does, has like a five game lead. They're fine. Yeah. Like how, what, what, how much emphasis do they put on Kyrie as opposed to what they always do with Luca? Mm hmm. Because a part of me wonders if teams look at that series and go, hey, here's what we're going to do. We're going to let Luca do Luca because why not? Let yeah, him go sure. for let him go for 44. Yeah. Let's let's make Kyrie start taking a bunch of bad shots. Mm-hmm. And then let's stop. see what that looks like. And then let's not let the other guys go off. Yeah. If Luca gets 50, he gets 50. Yeah. He's the best scorer in the league. We're willing to concede that. Yeah. We don't think he can beat us four times. Knowing that if you play that over a seven game series, he's going to win one by himself. He's going to go one night for 56 and beat you. But then you have to, you know, I think that's what's – I'm interested to see how they get defended in a in a series. And Dallas's other problem, and they had to know this when they made the deal, is if Kyrie's not going to defend, 
Yeah, they have a problem. You, you, you're not. Well, you're not winning. Yeah. Because the people that do the NBA's no defense, no, the NBA's all about defense. Just watch Milwaukee and Boston. Five and a half is your line on that one, by the way. Nuggets giving five and a half to the Mavs tonight. Yeah, so. whatever. Whatever. All right. Jeffrey, tomorrow morning, we'll uh, talk some football, talk whatever comes up between now and then. Again, Ole Miss in Florida, 530 tonight from Gainesville. They're still the O'Connell Center. Is that correct? I think they've renamed it. Have they? I don't know. It doesn't matter. Okay. Have a good day. Stuff at RebelGrove.com. Baseball two days away, and we will talk to you again in the morning. Everyone is talking about magnesium. It's all you hear about. But why? What do we know about magnesium? Well, magnesium is the number one mineral that 75% of Americans are deficient in. If you are a woman over 35, magnesium will help you rediscover balance, energy, and vitality. Magnesium supports more than 300 enzymatic reactions in your body, including those involved in hormonal balance. From functional medicine doctors to mental well-being and female hormone experts, we all know that magnesium is the one mineral to improve all aspects of well-being and health. But which one? Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers. The trusted choice recommended by leading experts with seven best-absorbed forms of magnesium to ensure your body receives the support it needs for overall well-being. Go to bioptimizers.com slash balance today and use code BALANCE10 for 10% off. Support your journey to wellness at B-I-O-P-T-I-M-I-Z-E-R-S dot com forward slash balance. Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers, your foundation to optimal health and vitality.